Hey, Davey. Hey, Care. You know, it's finally 2020. We finally have the chance to vote the dementia-riddled demagogue out of office. Isn't that exciting? It is exciting, and we all need to work together to do that. So please vote in the primary and get out your Sharpie and write down November 3rd, 2020. Let's vote this monster out. And don't forget about your down-ballot races, which I contend are more important than the presidency. Not only are your local elections going to affect you directly, we've got to take back the Senate and keep the House if we want to move forward. Because of the recklessness of this administration in dealing with this global pandemic, the primary dates are in flux, and we don't want to give you the wrong information. Check your local government sources for updates as often as you can. Go to BallotReady.org to fill out your ballot and do your research. You want to be ready at the ballot box or the mailbox. Democracy isn't democracy unless we participate. And call your senators and representatives about passing vote by mail in every state so that come November 3rd, everyone has the chance to participate. And if you need to register to vote, votesaveamerica.com is an excellent resource where you can check your registration, see what's happening in your state. There is so much at stake for so many. Let's fight for everyone we love and everyone we don't know. Stay safe and healthy out there, poodles. Stay home if you can, take precautions, and don't forget, vote, honey! Hey, this is my best friend, Carolyn. And this is my best friend, David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and and Grace Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers. Will and Grace and Vodka. (laughs) That's how the song, that's the lyrics to the song. They're actually long lost. Oh, oh. Yeah, to our theme music by the mellifluous PJ Hankey. I've said mellifluous before, but I'm doing it again. I love it. Great. He loves it. <laughs> Good. PJ. PJ's great. Hey, David, do you want to awkwardly sing lines of Imagine into the camera off key? I didn't even watch. Is it the Beatles Imagine or the Ariana yes. Grande Imagine? It's the Beatles Imagine. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I didn't even watch, but I did see that it did not Don't. take long for the bitches of the world to begin the parodies and bless the bitches of the world. Without them, where would we be? Honestly, it deserved to be parodied. Don't ever watch it. You'll die of awkwardness. <laughs> it's Bummer. so tone deaf and stupid because like, hey, rich people, what you could have done is put like anything under there saying lafoodbank.com mm-hmm. or you know, getmetrodietrying.com or whatever it is. Like you could have done literally anything with that. And instead you just sang awkwardly into a camera and made us all listen to it. And that was stupid of you. Wait, hold on. Get Mitch or die trying. What is that? Is that about Mitch McConnell? Oh, that's, that's Crooked Media's fund to go to whoever wins the primary against Mitch McConnell. fuck yeah. That's dope. It's fantastic. Cool. Uh, But like they could have done anything else and they chose to... Sing a little song badly. Badly. So, <laughs> whatever. Great. Nice try, guys. Guess your heart was there, but wow, you did not think whatever. about that at all. Nope. Oy. Anyway, I'm doing great. How are you? Um, a little half in the bag currently. Same. Long fucking day. We yeah. record on Thursdays, which means today is the 19th of March. I don't know. Google what happened on the 19th of March because it's about 6.40 p.m. California, and I've already forgotten. <laughs> well, your 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 uh, shelter-in-place order was just passed. Yeah, about an hour ago. Two, mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that was a lot. I've had oh, gosh. another wedding postponement. 
Oh, babe. Because the boys who are supposed to be getting married live in San Francisco. And they are sheltered in place. They are indeed, and we don't know when that stops, and it's all just friggin' bonkers. So let's do something positive, I think. Let's do. And shout out at the beginning of our episode. At the very beginning, so you hear it. Fast forwarders at the end, we know you're out there. That's okay, because we are them too. We are those people. <laughs> yes. Um, but generally, take a moment. I do have to say something delightful usually happens at the end, and we mess up a lot, and it's very funny. Oh my God, but we are the cutest. Last week, I yeah. had hiccups. Was that last did. week or the week was, before? I Who knows? Time is I don't nothing. know when it is right now. Um, uh, but we want to shout out our beautiful, incredible executive producer, Sasha Gerritsen. She is a pretty incredible human being. She's one of my heroes. She's who I want to be when I grow up. David, take it away. She is, I mean, you know, that Oprah clip, like, I don't know a better person. I don't know a better person. That's Sasha Gerritsen. She is a, um, she's our executive producer and part of the Will and Grace and Vodka family. Um, But she's also been a, a personal friend of ours, an employer of ours, um, and she is one of the people who produces art in this world that we live in. Yeah. And in doing that right now, a lot of people have had to make really hard decisions, as I'm sure many of you know. And um, Sasha had to make one of those really hard decisions recently. And she did something very special for her, uh, for the people that she had contracted. And um, those contractors were really well cared for and that's just a really rare thing and I'm sure she'd be absolutely mortified to know that we were shouting her out about it but it it just matters that people know that there are people like that out there in the world and I'm honored to continue working for her with you Carolyn same very much same yeah oh yes baby did you crack another one this is white white claw number two that's my girl I is that a grapefruit? grapefruit? I had a grapefruit. Okay, the and best. it was fine. I am not a grapefruit fan. You okay, are, okay. you are our grapefruit stan here on yeah, Will and Grace me. and Vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very much so. But it was it was quite good. And this one's lime, and I can smell the lime. The lime is good. The lime is um, Jacob's favorite as well, as far as I know. Let's let's give it a taste. I've never had it. Ooh, give us a taste test. Give us a review. Oh my god, that is excellent. It's good, right? That is so delicious. Yeah. Well, I think lime just became my new favorite. Well, heck. It's not too sweet. What are you drinking, Davey? I have, as I have had for the past couple of weeks. Well, last last week I had beer, I think. But this week I have red wine. And it is Wishflower, which is a lovely bottle that one can procure at the Trader Joe's for not very much. Which is why I've always uh, got it. Got yourself an Aaron O'Shea pour there as well. <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am, I do. <laughs> Thank the Aaron O'Shea's of the world for overpouring your wine, guys. Yes, the queens. Um, They know what's important in life, and yeah. it's important to have enough wine. It is? Yeah. Well, shall we, shall we jump into this show? I guess. I don't know what's happening in ever right now. So. I mean, like... I guess we technically haven't done a how are you, but I mean, it's a given how we are. Yeah. We're the same way everyone else is. We're real weird. So what we're going to try and do is make you guys laugh about the show we all love. Fuck yeah. And 
Oliver's going to scream about it the literal entire time, I think. Thank God. If we didn't have Olivers of the world to scream about it, how would we know what was important and what wasn't? No, seriously, can you hear him? Because he is just sitting no. there. Okay. Um. Okay, so. So what episode, David? We are on episode 12 of season five. That's 512 for those in the know. Titled Field of Queens. Original air date, ah. January 3rd, 2003. The director was James Burroughs. The writer was Katie Palmer. Tell me, Carolyn, what was the summary? Uh. Well, first, I want to say in the IMDb trivia, it will shock you that it does not say that Field of Queens is a play on Field of Dreams. I'm almost let down. <laughs> like, generally, there was... IMDb does explain puns to us. And That's all I'm... it does is explain puns. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little upset that it does not. <laughs> Lame. Anyway, Field of Queens. I adore this episode. Uh, Me too. Jack it's convinces, so funny. Jack convinces Will to join a gay soccer team. Karen is giddy in anticipation of her date with a handsome restaurateur, yeah. Andy Garcia. So Andy Garcia has had one of the longest and most storied careers ever, and I don't know who he is. For sure. Like, I really rarely, like, I did not know that that was what Andy Garcia looked like, but Andy Garcia is obviously a name we hear, we hear a lot. Um, anyway, good for him. Good IMDb for him. trivia, David? IMDb trivia. This is the only time Elliot appears this season. This is Elliot's first appearance since the season four finale, AI, artificial insemination. Now, were both of those really necessary? <laughs> I didn't write them. Well, that's the trivia, kids. That's all you fucking get. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Drink up. You can't can't do anything for a month. So drink up. <laughs> oh yeah, Chicago's definitely next on the shelter in place order. For sure. I mean, but I think I gotta say, too, can I just can I just say, please say, uh, <laughs> not to brag, but uh, my routine has literally not changed. <laughs> Yeah, you excel at um, uh, sheltering in place. I, I, I do have to say. <laughs> I apparently have been doing this since I stopped working in an office seven years ago. Right here first, kids. She's a fucking pro. If you need any tips, you call me. Don't call I me. Stop saying fuck this episode. Don't call her. Don't use the phone. What's wrong with you? You know what you can do though. You can mm. leave us a little voice memo. Oh God, yes, uh, guys. Send us a voice memo, record it on your phone, and email it to willandgracepod at gmail.com because we want, this is after the finale airs, because mm -hmm. we want your thoughts on so the finale and what it's meant to you in 30 to 45 seconds. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, so yeah, do that. All right. So should we dive into this scene summary? Karen has boobs. Karen has them. Yes, they're there. And uh, I guess there's more of them exposed than normal. Yeah, they're, they are. All right. As Jack says, it's like a butt. <laughs> it's like so a we're butt. So in, we're in a fancy restaurant with Elliot and the, and, and the gang. Mm -hmm. And uh, Karen has brought them there after Elliot's soccer game. Weird. Because right? who goes to a fancy-ass restaurant in a midday? Well, Karen Walker does. Yeah. In a and mid she has a big martini. She's great. being so cute, though. Mm. <gasps> Ooh, I me. love... 
when we get because Karen Walker is such a caricature. Mm-hmm. I love when we get her humanity. Yes, totally. Absolutely and agree. Because we love Karen for who she is. And when she shows us that side of vulnerability or excitement or like the Christmas episode last week where mm-hmm. she was just a total little kid. It was mm-hmm. adorable. So she gets her boobs out. Mm-hmm. And everyone's shocked. And, and the, she's like, uh, what? Nothing's d- weird. Right. So the maitre d' comes over. Oh, he's and- the owner. Or, oh, owner. Excuse me. Um, I just assumed maitre d'. He didn't look all that fancy to me. Well, the Karen would not be Garcia. seen with a maitre d'. You're right. You're right. So he's the restaurateur. That's right. That's what that means. Restaurateur. Say it right. Oui. <laughs> there um, you go. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so he comes over and it's obvious that she has a crush on him. And so he walks away from the table and Karen has made a giggling mess of herself, and everyone is. But she also introduces them. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she introduces them as red homo, homo, and boy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. Um. So then he walks away, and and um, they're like, I know why you. Uh, why your boobs are out or whatever. And Grace is just like, you like him. It's adorable. (laughs) very sweet. And what are friends for, if not for that kind of shit? And Karen leans down to the table to take a sip of her martini. (laughs) It's really funny. It's very cute. And it's, it's just all very pure. Mm hmm. And Grace is like, ask him out. And she says, oh, I don't know. The last time I went on a date, Bush was president. We were about to go to war with Iraq. And then I threw myself out the window. (laughs) Bye. You self-immolated. I self-immolated. No, no, no. You defenestrated. I defenestrated Defenestrated. I self-defenestrated. Mm-hmm. Self-immolate is to set oneself on fire. Set oneself on fire. No, I did not set myself on fire, but I did throw myself out the window, sadly. (laughs) I mean, it's a funny joke because it happened with both bushes. Um, (laughs) And things are so much better now. So Um, much. We're not on the brink of war with Iraq as long as a global pandemic is going on. Just kidding. We are. Just kidding. Anyway, so they tell her he's giving the green light, and Elliot says, even I can see it, and I'm unconscious, because he got hit in the head with the soccer ball or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. He's so funny. Hockey puck. Soccer? Is he playing hockey or soccer? He's playing soccer. Okay. David. (laughs) They never show him playing. He comes at the end, and Will says, put him on the team. The whole thing is they're at a soccer Pitch. Drink your juice, David. Drink your juice, David. <laughs> so anyway. Grace looks her over, approves of her tits, approves of her face, and mm-hmm. Karen walks off to ask him out. <clears throat> we go to credits. We come back to the restaurant, and Will says it's – and Grace is like, oh, she's so cute and giggly. Look at her. And Will's like, yeah, it's like, are you there, God? It's me, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack – 
tells Will some news. Um, he asks him to join the the league, right? That's what he asks? Or oh, does he, he doesn't ask him, him. He says, we signed up for the oh. gay soccer team. Now, Carolyn, would you ever tolerate such behavior in a friendship? No. Saying, I signed you up for a, 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 oh, a group a team lie. activity? I would 100% tolerate that. I just would not do it in a million years. <laughs> you can sign me up for whatever you want. I'm not doing it if I don't want to. I shan't be going. I shan't. <laughs> and you, David, would you accept? What if I came up to you and said, hey, David, I signed us up for soccer. Mm. I don't know because like I'm, I, I want to say I'd be open to it because like, I'll share a secret with you. I have incredible legs and I've always thought you I'd be great at soccer. The greatest legs in podcasting. That's true. This is true. We've said it. We've said it before. We've we'll say it, it again. Before, I'll say I've it got again. the greatest legs in podcasting. Um, and I just, when he says the line about, but you love the way your pants look in, sh- in shorts. You I love, love the way your legs. pants look in shorts. My pants look, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my legs look in shorts. You love the way you look. <laughs> I knew me. you'd relate. And I have a, I actually wrote that down. So Will doesn't do shorts. Or doesn't, god damn it. He doesn't do sports. Oh. Will and Grace and Vodka, the global pandemic edition. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, We're doing great. We're doing great, baby. Grace is like, yes, we are. Grace is like, you should. You might meet someone. You look cute in shorts. And Will Mm -hmm. is in when he learns what the uniforms look like. Right. Which is... um, Sky blue with white accents and butter yellow piping. Mm-hmm. Canary yellow piping, sorry. Lemon. Lemon piping. Also adorable. And they do deliver. That's adorable. what, they, that's what like, they're wearing. Sh- shout out to the costume designer because they're so cute. Yeah. Exactly what exactly what, what was <laughs> So Karen, we, we go over to Karen over at a dessert table that's like a communal dessert table. What's happening here? In this I know. restaurant. What is, what it's is so this? weird. And the, the dessert table is like a character unto itself in this episode. It yeah. factors in so importantly. It's and I'm like, why are we? Very weird. Why is this here? Like, I've seen I've seen a dessert cart uh-huh. wheeled around at a restaurant. Yeah, sure. But it's like, it's just like a table by itself. And it's covered in satin and like it's got tears and it's like, it's or levels, weird. I guess. It's bizarre. Anyway, um, so she asks she asks the dude out and he accepts and kisses her on the palm, which is gross, and, but also hot. And then one of my favorite jokes of the episode follows, yes, which yes, is yes. that she goes, just so you know, you just took two of my amphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we go over to the soccer field. The I, just wanna, soccer I just want to pause yeah, really quick yeah, before yeah. I move on that. Karen asks him, yes, not the does. other way around, which is the first time that Karen does all the emotional labor for this man. Oh, yes. Or a woman, sorry. One of the women in this show, not just Karen. Mm-hmm, 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 anyway, mm-hmm. keep put that in your put that in your hat put for it, later. I put it, We're going to come it. back to it. We're it's in my hat. It. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Will and Jack warm up at the soccer field 
but not their bodies. Their voices. Me, me, my, mo, moo. Me, me, my, mo, moo. And they're like talking about a boy and they get summoned over by the captain. His name is Kirk. He's Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Ah! (laughs) And they talk a bunch of soccer. Mm -hmm. And the boys are like, oh, no. We have to play. And ding, ding, ding. Oh, please. So Captain Kirk says, okay, we're going to do this and this, and then we're going to run a scrimmage. And um, Jack and Will are like, wait, we're going to play? Oh, okay. And they run off, skipping holding mm-hmm. hands and then they're just like faffing about on the pitch like yep. kicking and jumping and it's hilarious and that is my fashion moment absolutely my fashion moment this week is also not a fashion it it's my fashion moment because that is exactly uh-huh. how i would behave uh-huh. if in fact you made me do this <laughs> if we ever have to play a sport together you can bet that we'll be holding hands the entire time one hundred percent we hold hands the entire time that we're in public with people other than ourselves it's true why do we hold hands so much <laughs> i don't know but it's nice i like it i like it a <laughs> lot do. i don't even hold hands with my husband really red homo <laughs> homo and boy um <laughs> so we go back to the apartment mm-hmm. will is all cut up because apparently they're playing rugby I, what? Like, how can you be so injured? He said I mean, they were all kicking, sure, running, yes, and pushing each other. No that'll pushing get is you, allowed. That'll get you a pretty little red card. Is that what that is? A red card is that a penalty? Mm-hmm. Or a yellow card. That's a band. I also remember a lot about soccer that I did not know was still in my brain. Well done. For instance, we'll play striker. Why? One time he should not be playing striker. We saw a play about soccer. That friend of the pod, Erin O'Shea, was in. She started and she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also played soccer for several years. I was forward. Oh, had no idea of that. Oh well, it's not like I was like good or wanted to. <laughs> it's just that it happened to me. <laughs> soccer was something that you were put through. Yes. My sure. sister was really good at soccer. Anyway, uh, so Grace is patching him up and she laughs at calling him athletic, which is really funny. Will's very upset about his face being injured. He says, I quit. But I'm keeping mm-hmm. the uniform. And apparently Jack is a genius with the soccer ball, which is funny because in the Thanksgiving episode, he throws a perfect spiral so Jack is like secretly good at sports. Right? And um I kind of love that through line for him because like he's mm-hmm. been so like dumbed down and desexualized and like kind of can't hold on to a man, at least mm-hmm. in this first run, like that it's 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 cute to me that we're giving him something to be good at. I like that. And Sean Hayes is legit good at soccer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they show him doing really, it later and you can't yeah. fake it he's got some real good footwork going on uh so it's hot. elliot and jack well elliot is dragged into the apartment by jack <laughs> and jack is like talk some sense into this child he wants to quit the team because he's he awful. throws him onto the couch yes 
And Grace tells him a weird story about being a bad kisser, and now she's a good kisser because she's I married. I have to pause here because this is yeah. a moment that I remember so <laughs> vividly from watching originally. Like uh-huh. this moment of, of, of Grace just being like, look, when I was your age, people told me I couldn't kiss. But did I let that stop me? No. I kissed every boy that would have me. And now. Oh, my God. She waves her ring around. Right. Um, yeah. Wow. You really remember that? I do. I don't know why it stuck with me so, so, but funny. it did. Because it's very awkward thing to tell a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. And it's like the most Grace Adler thing. Yes. To, to be like proud of. Yeah. I mean, she kissed a lot. That's great. Good. Who didn't? Who amongst yeah. us has not? True. So, uh, I must say, Will does look real good in shorts. Absolutely. And that's not the first time we've said that. Okay. Okay. He regrets not playing Kaniki because he wouldn't jump off the car. Oh my God. The Kaniki story. I just don't think that a stepladder would have, would have made my move any less dramatic. I, I love it so much. (laughs) Ugh. You know, if you hadn't been asked to be in Greece and instead, like, after the casting process and instead mm-hmm. had auditioned for it, you would have been Kaniki and that would have been so much better. I know. It would have been real fun, huh? Yeah. Oh, well. So. I Elliot certainly don't think very... about it every day of my life like Will does. <laughs> uh, so, Elliot is very tall now. He had a little growth spurt. He did. Yeah. And he shakes Will's hand, and it's very cute, and he is convinced by Will, who decides he's staying on the team to stay on Is that a good example? Team. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then we're at the office, mm-hmm. and Karen comes in, and they're all very excited for her. I love it so much. <laughs> She had a lovely date. She lost Grace's number because there are so many Grace Johnsons in New York. <laughs> I died at Grace Johnson. <laughs> That's a great joke. I loved that joke because she's still Karen underneath all of it. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Even this is such a good episode for Karen. Yeah. <clears throat> it is. And like, I wonder if she hadn't submitted this episode instead of whatever other one. She would have gotten it. She would have gotten the Emmy because I think this is her strongest so far. I so agree with you. It's all the best things about Karen with some really, as you put it, you know, human things too. So Jack can't spell kissing. (laughs) K-I-S-I-N-G. Wait. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I screamed. I screamed. I did too. So Milo hasn't called. They went on a good date. He kissed her goodnight. They had a great time, but he hasn't mm-hmm. called. Mm-hmm. But then the phone rings and Karen mm-hmm. answers and she's mm-hmm. all flirty and she <laughs> waves him away. And and it was just someone looking for a designer, which is Didn't catch their name. Hilarious. And she feels badly, so she decides to go change her blood into a Bloody Mary. Mm. Delicious. Sounds like a you know, a Bloody Mary would be delicious right now. Oh, bye, microphone. <laughs> Bloody Mary would be delicious right now. 
I wonder if we should have Bloody Marys next week, maybe. What a great idea. Uh, let's say yes, pending us being allowed to go to the grocery store. You're still allowed to go to the grocery store if you are shelter in place, guys. I'm locked down. You are not it's locked down. It's martial law. It is not martial law. I've been arrested. David. And I've been remanded to my home. <laughs> You're not Lewis even in prison. your home. <laughs> this is draconian which is the word that twitter learned this week apparently good lord god fucking idiots um why uh i have so much to rant about let's talk about will and grace so grace goes to the (laughs) restaurant and she confronts milo in the middle of telling uh people about specials and it's fantastic Mm -hmm. and i love her for it Yes. Oh, my God. I love it when Grace loves Karen. Me, too. I'm so here for it. Mm -hmm. So she, he asks this sleazebag. Disgusting. Asks how Karen is. And Grace starts to tell him and she gets distracted by pie, which is fair. Obviously. Obviously. So Grace is like, you are a liar. And there's mm-hmm. nothing you can say that will make us trust you. And he tries to go to another table and tell them the specials. And Grace says, oh, is it really a monkfish cooked in whatever? Or is it just a turd cooked in poison? And the way she says it, like her head bobs. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> and then he manhandles her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to reach through the TV and punch him. And pulls her over, and he says, I told her I'd call because it would make her happy, which is bullshit. And Mm -hmm. I hate him. And he says that Karen is too old for him. And Grace says, he's exactly your your age. She's exactly your age. And he says, yeah. Too old for me. And then he says, but when we kissed, I also did not feel any chemistry, which is a legitimate reason to not want to go on another date with someone, Mm -hmm. which is all he had to say. But instead, he made it insulting and sleazy and disgusting. And so she calls him a pig and he's like, oh, you're just catching on. This bitch is proud to be a sleazebag. This man is a disgusting pig, but not before she stops at the host stand and says, that man said I can have a piece of pie and also a Cornish game hen. I'll be outside. (laughs) <laughs> we did <gasps> oh my god we oh totally god. did <gasps> we totally Whoa. skipped a scene I, well it's not Which your fault, fault entirely, entirely. Yes. I, I went along with it It's <laughs> because I'm a, a drunk idiot <laughs> I skipped right ahead it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well so Will's team we go to the soccer field before all this restaurant stuff with Grace Will's team does not think that he would come back. And he's like, hey, sticking with something is its own reward. And he doesn't have to play because they have enough players. And he brought a picnic, which is adorable. And they're playing against the heteros. And they're very excited because if they win against the heteros, they have a chance of winning against the lesbians. And then they chant, Neiman Marcus. And I wanted to talk about... Ding, ding, ding. Oh, okay. Go. Their their chant being Neiman Marcus is my passion moment. Perfect. It's incredible. It's perfect. I love how they are super into the game. They are not just like, 
Oh, look at those gays playing sports. Ha ha ha. Look at them. They're so terrible. And they're like running around with limp wrists and stuff. It's not a stereotype. Like gay people play sports. I love also the joke about that Kirk says about like, so if we, if we beat these heteros, we will one day get closer to our dream of beating the lesbians. Beating the lesbians. And I fucking love that because it is well documented that I am of the opinion that lesbians are the best people on the planet. And they should run literally everything. I agree with you. We Mm -hmm. have a a, a lesbian mayor and it's working out great. Yeah, for the most part. Right? She's pretty good. Yeah, she's great. Okay, good. Great. I have no complaints yet. I, I mean, I'm sure I do if I look further, but... But let's not What's, look for more that's, complaints that's right now. That's every politician. She's yeah. handling this really, really well. Yeah. Uh, also, I just, I love, I love the fact that it's, yes, gay people play sports. And also, they're still gay. There uh-huh. isn't some line to be drawn between the gay man who plays sport and does not like Neiman Marcus and facials. Nope. Like, they are two in, two in the same, one in the same, whatever. One in the same. And, and I just love how Katie Palmer has written this. I think it's brilliant. I'm obsessed with the fact that you brought this up and that I didn't have to, because like you can be both. You can love both Neiman Marcus and sports. I love Neiman Marcus and I love sports. I just placed an order to Neiman Marcus. And I also am very sad that I probably won't get to use my sports tickets. Oh yeah. You have Dodgers Cubs tickets. I do. But that's not till May. So, knock Maybe. on wood, knock wood. on wood. I mean, it's not looking good, but it's not looking great. But hopefully, it'll it'll work yeah. out. Um. Anyway, I love Will so much for his picnic and his olive tampanade on a bagel chip, and Delicious. that is exactly who I would be if he made me play soccer with you. So yep. then yep. we do go over to the restaurant, and Grace gives the jerk what for, mm-hmm. and and then the model. And a model kisses him and she says, Oh, the kiss. Mm-hmm. And the New York State's Attorney's Office should look into this disgusting man, I think. Right? Who's like trying to kiss men on the on the on the floor of his restaurant. Kiss women, mm-hmm. not men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe men. We don't know. We don't know. Live your life. So um we go back over to the soccer pitch. Mm-hmm. Where Will is enjoying a little cup of espresso. <laughs> and a biscotti and a biscotti and Elliot joins him mm-hmm. and he tells him oh I'm I'm. it's dumb that you quit because here I am working my heart out just waiting to get in there <laughs> <laughs> and Elliot sees right through his bullshit of course Right. and then a player gets hurt mm. and they come running over and uh, also I love what happens when they're they're helping the limping player over? Yes, they're like, yes, yes. He's yes. hurt, and the guy goes, "I'm hurt." I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I tracked funny. that too. It's good. It's a good. It's Katie, a good. well done. Katie Palmer, way to mm-hmm. go. Laura Palmer, right? No, Laura Palmer. Twin is Pinks. Twin, twin Pinks. Pinks. Laura, Laura Palmer. That's Twin yeah. Pinks, right? The, yes, it is. Peaks without a Ponks. N. Twan Ponks. Ponks. Twan Ponks. I love it. Twink Peens. So, twink Peens. 
ha, ha, ha. I said, I said penis. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's a joke in this episode, too. Uh-huh. So we'll go. Sorry, there have been nonstop the, sirens and... since we started recording. I don't know if you can hear it. Uh, can't. Great. They're not picking up. Uh, so then <clears throat> he's like, no, no, no. Send the boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he runs out onto the field and Jack comes over and the captain says, hey, Jack, I know he's your friend and all. Do not pass to him. We get spa stuff if we win. Right. And candles. So we go to Grace's office. She has returned and she says, hi, Karen. And Karen says, Grace, you've been awfully quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I love Karen, this scene. Karen, I've been gone for two hours. Mm-hmm. I love this scene, but I'm also a little mad at Grace in the scene. Yes. Okay. We want, We should talk about that too. Yes, definitely. Yes. So she says that she doesn't think Milo is going to call. Mm-hmm. And she tries to trick Karen. He had, he's very sick. He had his throat removed. And she's like, well, then, oh, that explains it. Well, then what's holding up his head? Well, there is a, a stick <laughs> on which his head leans. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And, and God, Megan Mullally is just giving it to us so much. I know. She's incredible. Ugh. This is such a good scene. So she kind of pretends that she swallows the lie. Mm-hmm. And then Grace is like going too far with it with the stick in his neck and stuff. And she comes clean. And she tells Karen that Milo thinks she's too old for him. Because Karen asks for the truth. Mm-hmm. And Grace never should have said that. Because never. the point isn't that he thinks she's too old. The point is that he's a pig. Yeah. And and like and it's also unkind to tell a friend that kind of a Yeah. I mean, she should have said she truth, could have but, said ugh. No, no, no. You don't have to tell them things like that. She could have said, I saw him kissing another woman at the restaurant. Because he was. Mm-hmm. Cause that's true. Like, it's also true that he's a pig. It's also true that he's a pig. Karen, he's a giant pig. He doesn't deserve you. And I just don't think, oh, it just breaks my heart that, I don't know, maybe I'm feeling sensitive because 38 is looming, but it just breaks my heart that Karen would think that she's too old for anyone because she's such a piece. Yes, ma'am. And she's so fun and funny and hot Mm -hmm. and it's just, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my note is literally Grace should have just gone with he's a giant pig. The end. Right. So they sit down. Karen sits down at her desk and she just starts going about her thing. And Grace is sort of babbling a little, you know, just doing that thing that we all do when our friend is hurting. And we're like, yeah, hey, he just doesn't he doesn't see how good you are. Right. Yeah. She's doing all the things she should be doing. But Karen is just being quiet and she's sort of got a little bit of a smile and just is like, Keeping her, keeping her herself composed, and so Grace says, "You know, it's funny how like things have switched between us over the last year." Um, I know. I see you shaking your head, and I shook my head too. She goes, "I'm the like old married lady giving out advice, and you're the single gal starting all over." And Grace says, "I kind of like it." And Karen immediately counters and says, I hate it. And then in tandem, 
they both say, I know you do. Which is and beautiful. It's so nice because they don't have to resolve. They don't, it's not like, the, mm-hmm. I, I just, you can, it's so evident to me that this episode was written by a woman. Yes. Because yes. there's these two women talking about being married or being single. And it's not a rivalry thing. And it's not a thing of, of like, oh, like Grace is able to, a little bit insensitively, um, yeah. name that things have swapped between them. their positions have changed but she's yeah, able like to name my, that my issue with that is like is now the moment grace right right yeah but she's able to name the th- name mm-hmm. what's how their statuses have changed they're excuse me both able to name how they feel about it really honestly and then they're both able to come together on their like mutual affection for one another about it it's so beautiful it's so inspiring and also this is the other thing i was going to say about women doing emotional labor for men is grace having to tell karen the truth for that guy yeah Mm -hmm. yep yeah yeah ah what a scene it's great yeah I really, really love both of them in this episode. I love Grace going to bat. I love Karen mm-hmm. showing us her vulnerable side. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go over to the soccer field. <laughs> a short, a short scene, but it's very cute. I I love the way this episode resolves. I think it's perfect. Me too. Jack is singing a little poem in his head, and then he's like, <laughs> "What was I doing? Oh, soccer, right." And he takes the ball and this is where we see his fancy footwork. Like he's mm-hmm. really good with it. And we're getting at like a voiceover, which is always kind of weird. I know. But we get it from him and then we get it from Will who finds something in his ear and he's like, how the Q-tip missed that? It's like the and, grossest thing Will's ever said. Right. And then uh, Jack sees him and he's like, oh, lonely girl, I'll pass in this ball. And <laughs> Will's like, don't pass me that. What are you thinking? And... Uh, <laughs> And this is where I'm like, why is he playing striker like offense? Right. Because that's the only position this can be this close to the net. Mm -hmm. And like, why did they put him on offense? Why didn't they do a little shifting around and put him on defense where he couldn't hurt anyone like fullback or something? (laughs) You're the only, you're the, I mean, I don't know shit about that. And I still was just like, all right, this works for me. It's still very funny. Yeah. It's just my choice would not to be put will in that position fair uh but so will's like jack kicks the ball to him and it all happens in slow motion jack kicks the ball will tries to run away and in slow motion he slips and of course falls onto his back and does a kick into the net and And it's win the game yeah and it's triumphant and they carry him off the field Mm -hmm. it's great End of episode. Ooh, big yawn. yawn. I saw a tweet the other day that said, if you don't say big yawn to your dog <gasps> whenever it does a stretch, oh. then you are not correct. That is and it's absolutely true. true. Yep. Because every time one of the cat stretches, we're like, stretches. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do we do? What's your takeaway? Do I have a takeaway? My takeaway is stand up for your girlfriends, but don't tell them the stuff that's only going to hurt their feelings and not like add to anything. 
mine is very similar. Mine is um, uh, tell everyone the truth within reason. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Very succinct. Mm-hmm. I am nothing if not succinct. That everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. You are very succinct. That's completely false. <laughs> um. Anyway, thank you all for listening. We love you very much. We hope you're being safe during this whole pandemic business. If yeah, guys, like, it's not a joke. Stay the fuck home, okay? If you can. Yeah, stay the fuck home. We don't think we have any listeners who are being assholes, but just no. in case you need to be told, stay the fuck home. Um. If you like. We do have a Patreon page and we would love it if you would join us there. Take a look at our benefits that are available and uh, think about donating. You can find us at patreon.com slash willandgraceandvodka. Thank you to Patrick and Emily J, Darty and Natalie G for your continued patronage. We love you. PJ Hanky, thank you for your theme song. And of course, our executive producer, Sasha Garrison. Our drinks this week were White Claw and Red Wine because you tuned That's in right. to Will and Grace and White Claw and Red Wine. Um, <laughs> um, if you don't do so already uh, we would love it if you could please find us on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on and give us a five star rating again it is a legal mandate that we accept only five star ratings so please give us that and leave a little review who knows we might read your review on the air who knows who knows yeah and follow us at will and grace pod on instagram and twitter <laughs> and you can follow us both as certainly david and at care says so and that is the end of the credits did you hear how loudly i just hit myself in the face i did not but good job say good night gracie good night gracie <laughs>